Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Wardrobe Boss podcast. I'm Eliza Perilla, native New Yorker, your host, and I am a personal wardrobe stylist, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. So thank you for checking in. Each week, I like to invite tastemakers, homemakers, fashion and style experts to discuss how wardrobe and a tidy home can set the tone for a sweet little lifestyle. And today, I want to talk about something that's really important, but can be kind of boring. But I think it's important information, so I'm going to try my best to make it sound not so boring. And I really want to talk about sustainability. It is something that is just as important as I believe that it's just as important what we put on our body as what we put into our body. So, you know, like we go to the supermarket and we're like looking at calories and now we're reading nutrition facts. We have to do that with our clothing too, because it's important. It's really important. So I just kind of wanted to broach the subject and make it light and easy and just say, Hey, this, these are the things you need to know. And if you need more information, here I am, I'll help you out. So that's what we're talking about today about sustainable fashion and sustainable fashion. Just so if you're like, yeah, I hear this term all the time. What does it mean? Sustainable fashion simply refers to clothing that's designed, manufactured, distributed, and utilized in ways that are environmentally friendly. And if you didn't know, the fashion industry is the number two polluter in the world. And if that is shocking or surprising to you, that's why we're having this conversation, okay? Um, Around 85% of clothing thrown away in the US are dumped into landfills or burned. And this includes unsold clothing. And so what happens is, the fast fashion, and that's like the H&M, the Zara, all this fashion that we buy and it's super, super cheap. It's a lot of the times it's made out of fabrications that are like polyester and nylon and acrylic and all these synthetic fibers. And what happens is that those sit in landfills for about, for years. So, you know, these certain fabrics that I just mentioned, they can take up to 200 years or more to decompose. And then what happens as a result of it sitting in the landfills is that it releases toxic chemicals and dyes and they go into the ground. And yeah, the grounds, which is the soil that we farm from. So that's why this is important because it really directly affects us. And I think you should be in the know just about a few things. Okay. So the fashion industry, really, we need to hold them to a standard and they need to hold themselves to a standard where they should operate in ways that work for years to come. And a lot of these huge companies are now creating ethical fashion garments, um, through the way they produce. So through the way they design and through the way they distribute and the way that they produce the clothing, because they have to reduce the harm to the planet and the people even with the dyes and the toxins that go into the soil, sometimes they use synthetic fabrics that go into the air 
and that goes into the ocean and it's really harming marine life. So this kind of comes full circle and affects us all the way around. And if you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't want to know that. I didn't want to know that either. <laughs> but you know, it's, listen, it's our planet. So we can sit here and say, well, it's the designer's fault and the fashion industry should have known this. I agree with that, but this is where we are. So if we don't do our part, then we lose. So either way, I don't think that who we blame matters. Okay. Let's talk about you and me and how we can build a sustainable wardrobe. Everyday ways that you can achieve a sustainable wardrobe that make a difference to your fellow human, the environment, and even marine life. So let's touch on that. The way that you, you know, knowing all the facts of what's going on is great. But the truth is, we're not going to remember all the facts. And unless you're a person who you really want to dive into it, this is super uber important to you and you have the time to research it. You just want to know the main things. What do I need to know? And so that's why I only wanted to give you a few things because I didn't want to bombard you with so much information that you're like, this is just too much. Okay. So I really want to talk about how we can do our part and it starts right in our closet. And you know, that's my specialty. That's my special place. I love to, you know, as a personal stylist, when I work in people's closets and I say people, because I work in men and women's closet, one of the things I really encourage them to do is to shop their closet first. People think I'm going to come in and make you throw everything away and then say, let's go shopping. I have never done that yet because most people have a lot of value in their own closet. And believe it or not, most of the time, I'd say 80% of the time, what they have in their closet is more valuable than what we would go out to shop for. So your, your gems and your value, it's already in your closet. And listen, you bought what's in your closet. I didn't buy it, so I can't take responsibility for that but I help you put it together in fresh new ways to give your clothing fresh new life. And that saves you money. And that's one way, the first way that you can help in being more sustainable. It's use what's already in your closet. And if you have clothes that it's like, okay, yeah, but these clothes have to go, then that's fine. We all have clothes that need to go, right? But you can start by recycling clothes not disposing of them in the garbage. So here's um, how you can recycle your clothing. Start with local charities. Pretty much every city has a dress for success or a dress for success program, a program where people come who are getting their life back on track and they're going back into the workforce and they're like, I don't know where to start. Um, dress for success and these kind of companies exist in every city. So look them up and donate, donate your clothes. I'm sure that there are drop-off bins that are located through your community. And some people don't like them. That's okay. If you're that person, you're like, no, I really want to see who's going to use the clothing. Well, then take them to Goodwill. Goodwill sells them right then and there. Your local church, people don't think that churches do that, but maybe they do find out. A lot of places have community closets where the community can come and say, you know, I need clothes. And they're like, okay, well, 
here, pick clothes from here. This is our community closet. So find out about those things. They're not, it's not hard to do. Even the local shelters, because of COVID, a lot of them don't take clothing, but some of them do. So find out. I mean, you're giving your clothes not only will you give them a second life in your closet, right? But then you can give them a third life by passing them on to someone, as long as they're in good condition, someone else who can use them. And as far as children's clothing, I know a lot of people want to, you know, where do I give my children's clothes to? There's an organization called ForgottenChildren.org. And just, you know, you can go to their website or call them. It's called Forgotten Children. Dot org and they collect clothing and donate them to children in need. So that might be an option for you. Another way to be sustainable is choose sustainable fashion materials, um, such as organic linen or organic hemp or organic cotton. Organic cotton, for example, uses a lot less water than conventional cotton and doesn't use harmful pesticides. And that's really helpful. Also, organic cotton, I know this for a fact, they use a lot less water to make clothing. For example, I think it takes about 700 gallons of water to make a t-shirt. And that doesn't include the dyes or graphics. And I'm a person who loves graphic t-shirts. So it's like, you know, how do I find a company that makes, that recycles? And there are plenty of companies that recycle cotton t-shirts and you can buy new t-shirts from recycled cotton. So nothing is going to go to waste. And so organic cotton, and it doesn't mean it costs more because it's because it's organic. Just try to find recycled cotton. It's that all you have to do is Google it. Who sells recycled cotton t-shirts that are stylish? And a bunch of them will come up. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram, um, on Instagram at wardrobe boss, and I'm happy to help you. Okay. So organic linen, organic hemp, and you know, organic hemp is one of the oldest fibers in the world. Hemp helps keep you warm in the winter and cooler in the summer. And it gets soft the more you wash it because some hemp, you touch it and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is awful fabric. But the more you wash it, the softer it gets. Okay. A recycled cotton. I already talked about super, super easy to wear. It feels just as good. And it's no, it's not more expensive. So just do your research and you'll find it. And you know, sometimes you'll find that these fabrics are more affordable anyway. So you're like, well, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. And I would definitely say, you know, in order to have a sustainable wardrobe, another thing is buy in power from fashion brands that have transparency. Um, now H&M, was one of these groups that were known for throwing out their clothing and then just dumping out clothing that didn't sell. And that was a really big deal. And so now they sell some sustainable pieces. I think that was them kind of redeeming themselves for saying, listen, yeah, this is what we were doing. And again, H&M is probably the biggest one that uses the most, most uh, synthetic fabrics and nylon and these fabrics that do not disintegrate. So they are holding themselves up to the standard. And I'm sure that it's going to get better with time, right? You don't just change things overnight. They take time, but they are doing something about it. And I just wanted to highlight that because I don't want everybody to jump on the bandwagon and say, well, we should bash H&M and we shouldn't buy their clothes because people who say that are going to buy their clothes anyway. 
So I'm just saying, if you really want to be a part of the solution, we'll just find their section that has sustainable pieces. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm teaching a class and I kind of am. <laughs> you know, a lot of brands have certifications from the Global Organic Textile Group or the Leather Working Group. You can seek out brands who share information about, you know, the textiles they use, about the working wages that they pay people, about the working conditions. A lot of the brands, if you just look on their website and you go to the FAQs, you will see their policies. And if they're not transparent with their policies, then generally they have something to hide. So yeah, let's um, shift gears and let's talk about your closet. You know, I think how you start your day sets the tone for your day. So getting dressed in the morning shouldn't be like an uneventful task, especially if you're like, yeah, but I haven't bought anything new and I have to wear this. It's not that. I think you, if you have a closet full of clothes, you can give it fresh life, all those clothes, just like in your home, when you change the furniture, all of a sudden the furniture has a new life and it looks great. And you're like, well, I didn't think to put that against that wall, or I didn't think to use that corner real estate to house this. And then all of a sudden it looks better. So I think it's the same thing with your clothes. You just need to give it fresh life. You know, how you present yourself is how you show up to life, your family, your coworkers, your community, and even your children. Don't think that they're not paying attention because they are. And I think that how you feel in your clothes really sets the mood for your day. So, you know, if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're having like, oh, I have cramps. Today's not going to be a good day. I have to have that meeting. Maybe if you wear something happy, it'll change, right? It'll change your mood. Um, and really it's not superficial. It's a tool. Clothing can be used as a tool to enhance your confidence and dressing and joy can be so much fun. And I think it'll just help with having a better mood. So I say that when you can open up your closet, right? And you work from a section that has clothes that fit you and your lifestyle for that particular season, then you're winning. And um, one thing that I do is, I, this is what I do. I create these capsule collections that people can use and you can do that. You don't need a stylist to do that. Get someone you trust and start making outfits. And if you're like, oh my gosh, I have all this H&M stuff and all this Zara stuff and I'm contributing to the, we're, you already bought it. I already bought it. We're all guilty of it. So this is not to make you feel guilty about anything. And I'm not saying go throw away all your H&M and all your Zara. I'm not saying that, but give it new life. Like let it last as long as it can last before it goes to the landfill. So if you have it, use it. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm saying use it. Okay. Um, I, I've said this on this podcast so many times before. If you're overwhelmed when you look in the closet to get dressed each morning, then you definitely need help. Okay. Um, fashion brands also are becoming more familiar with farming practices because they want to help restore soil health. And so, um, you're going to see that moving forward. And I know someone right now is like, well, what about vegan? Um, you know, the thing about vegan clothing, and this is really important that not all of it is sustainable. Yes. You're like, well, then why are we wearing vegan if it's not sustainable? A lot of this vegan clothing, um, contains synthetics, which are harmful 
to our planet. So sometimes you're better off buying the leather pants than you are buying vegan um, pants. And there are so many brands. I'm just going to give you a few brands that are really great vegan brands that are sustainable. So remember that not all vegan is sustainable. Um, Vert is one of them. This is, um, this brand is from Europe and they're good. They're an ethical vegan fashion brand and they have like a minimal design, chic design, and their design is good because it's more timeless because it's the design is minimal. Okay. They only use organic and recycled materials for everything. So that's pretty cool. Wama. Wama is an underwear company. They make underwear from hemp and it's sustainable and it's really soft and it's antibacterial. So what more can you want in an underwear? It kind of sounds like it'll be uncomfortable, but I guess you won't know until you touch it. Me, I have to touch the fabric. I have to feel the fabric and I want to know how the fabric washes. Another great sustainable vegan brand is Susi, Susi Studio. They make um, these really cute um, cruelty-free footwear from recycled rubber. And if that's not your thing, that's okay. If that's not your thing, I'm just trying to let you know what's out there. This is a really cute brand, Hipster for Sisters. It has like these fanny packs that are made from 100% organic cotton. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I do walk around with a really chic, cute fanny pack because I don't want a handbag all the time. And another brand that's sustainable and vegan is In The Soul Shine. Uh, this brand is from Australia and they make teas that are made with vegan ink and in a factory where the salaries are three to five times more than the average for that part of the world for Bali. So they're taking care of their people and I think that's really important too. So these are all little tips to help you know what um, sustainable fashion is, know the things to look out for, know how you can be more sustainable. You know, another thing that I think is would really be helpful is if you consider not buying new clothing all the time, like explore shopping on maybe the real real or Poshmark or Mercari, where you can find clothing that is gently used, gently loved and in great condition and at a great price. So if you have to buy something new. I'm just saying, consider not buying it brand new, but consider buying gently loved garments. Um, I do that all the time. Sometimes I want a handbag and it's Gucci from some 2016 collection and I know the bag I want. So I'll look for it and then I'll look for it on Poshmark, eBay, Real Real, and I'll find it in excellent condition and I'll buy it there. And I love my bag even more because I saved some money. So like I always say, there's a difference between a sale and a score, but if you get a really good handbag and it's one that you've wanted and it's in great condition and you get it at a good price, that's a score. And you're being sustainable. Woohoo! So you're actually doing something <laughs> by shopping gently loved clothing. Another thing you can do is you know, one thing I like about Los Angeles is that they have a swap meet. So I, you know, I would consider hosting like a swap meet party and you can strategically invite people by their clothing size. For example, four women who are sizes four, six, eight, etc. That way, you know, that whatever they swap, you have enough people with the sizes. And I just make sure the numbers are even 
and, you know, set some ground rules. So the people are bringing items in great condition to swap and consider having a stylist to host and show the people how to wear the items. I mean, this sounds like so much fun for women who are like, yeah, it's Saturday. I'm doing nothing. Or it's Sunday. I'm doing nothing or I'm doing everything. And I just want to have some fun and stop doing everything. Um, right. So that might be something you can, you, um, can consider. And wouldn't you love to shop in your most stylish friend's closet? I know I would. So offer to help them clean out their closet. You don't know what gems you may get from the closet. Um, if you're hoping <laughs> to score something from their closet, but you'll be helping them too. So I think there are so many ways for you to be sustainable without it being like, I have to go to their website and look up their information and figure out, you don't have to do that, but I'm just giving you tips on how to be more sustainable. Okay. And then additional tips are try wearing certain clothes twice before you wash it. And I know you might be giving me the side eye right now, but there are, remember it's summertime. Some of us change four times a day. So how long did you wear it for two hours, three hours, and then you changed? I think it's okay to consider wearing it twice and try quality over quantity when you do shop. If you do shop, just think, okay, I'm going to get something that's quality and I'm not going to go buy 10 cheap Zara tops. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) (laughs) really consider reviving your wardrobe and giving pieces that are already in your closet new life. I think that's really key. And if you, you know, if you have someone who can help you with this, you're going to be okay because being the best version of yourself starts in your closet. And that's, that's really what it is. All right. Additional tips, you know, all of your summer seasonal items that currently don't fit you, Well, remove them from your closet, DMG, donate, move, or gift it and have the proper shapewear in your closet, do an accessories check. Like, I think it's easy, easier to organize your closet in the summer because we have less clothes or less clothes that take up more room. Okay. And have some outfits ready, have some outfits ready from your own closet for date night, for job promotion, for a formal event, and have at least two lifelines, two people you're going to call if you're like, hey, can you just do an outfit check? Here are the two outfits I'm thinking of wearing, you know, give me a number or tell me which one you think looks better. And, you know, when your outfit is complete, make sure that you like it, make sure that it's styled, make sure that you have something that makes it pop or makes it special and use lipstick if you want as an accessory, but have your lifeline approve your outfit and make sure that you feel happy in it. Okay. So I think these are just a few tips. I I didn't want to overwhelm you and overpower you with all these facts and all this information that's hard to remember. I just kind of wanted to give you the basics of sustainable fashion and how you can use that and how you can feel like, you know what? I think that I can handle this. This is not a big deal. Yes, I can make a difference. And there's something called the fashion transparency index. And if you just look up fashion transparency index, it will give you the top brands that are really transparent in their fashion. And for instance, like Adidas and Patagonia are the most transparent, sustainable brands. And one thing that Patagonia does that's really cool is they send emails to their clients saying, hey, this is a new fabric we're trying, or you know, we're buying 
our fabrication from this company that only um, uses sustainable fabrications. So they really let you know what's going on. And I think that is super, super awesome. So I hope that I helped you without boring you. And I hope you feel a little bit more in the know about fashion and sustainability and how you can be a part of it. You know, it's something that's going to keep growing and I'm excited to do my part because this is our earth. This is our planet and we have to love on it. I think that's it. I think that's all I got for you today. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for rocking with me on the Wardrobe Boss podcast for listening. I do ask you to invite a friend or a family member or a coworker, especially if you think they're going to get something out of it. I do want to bring my knowledge to this platform so that somebody can learn something and they don't have to feel like they know everything. Okay. So this is not for the person who knows everything. (laughs) Uh, Thank you again for listening. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether that's Apple iTunes or Amazon podcasts. And I really thank you for rocking out. You can always come and ask me any questions you'd like on my Instagram page. That's kind of where I live on the wardrobe boss. You can inbox me there, DM me, and I'm happy to meet you there. Thank you again for being the best part of my podcast, because without you, I would have no reason to do this. So thank you again. Wardrobe boss out. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.